Welcome to Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. I'm Deirdre Koppelman, and along with your co-host, JG, we're going to take you from the playground to the boardroom. Gut Wisdom will make you think, and we'll leave you with real solutions that come from real wisdom. We're with you every Saturday night at 7 p.m., and we promise to give you our very best. Mm-hmm. Through our companies, Paircore Solutions and Gasman Financial, JG and I work with chief executives and business owners across the country. We help them strategically grow their businesses and also to develop their people. We get a super deep understanding into the unique business culture of every company that we have the privilege of working with so that we can identify and improve employee morale, engagement, performance management, leadership development. Do we have the right people in the right seats? Hiring, firing, financial strategies. I love what we do because it's about it all. Helps a lot of people. Helps a lot of people. So Gut Wisdom, though, is for everybody. Gut Wisdom was created with the purpose for us to share what we know so that you can learn and incorporate some of our proven wisdoms in your own life. Over the next hour, we're going to be talking about anger, anger management, and conflict resolution. A lot of us believe that anger is a bad emotion. In fact, it's Mm. really not a good emotion or a bad emotion. Like any emotion, it's how you convey your message. So, J.G., what makes you angry? A lot of things really get under my skin and tick Such me Such as, off. come on, yeah, we all today, know that. Today it was the traffic coming into the city. That just unnerved me. I was late to a meeting. I was just simply out of control with getting here. And I had no way to, to get to the meeting on time. So I was really angry and upset. So traffic gets you upset. That's one thing. Okay, well, hold the thought. We have to take a break. We're going to come back and get into anger management. You're listening to Gut Wisdom, radio that resonates. Pure, raw, and real dialogue about the most pressing problems in business and in life. I'm Deirdre Koppelman, and along with your co-host, JG, we'll be right back with some awesome wisdom on anger, anger management, and conflict resolution after these messages on WCBS News Radio 880. Introducing Play.it, a podcast network like no other. At Play.it, you can hear your favorite WCBS features on demand. In the WCBS Eye on Politics. I'm Pat Farnack with the WCBS Health and Wellbeing Report. I'm Steve Greenberg talking about your next job. Hear those and more from WCBS when you need it. Plus, great content from other CBS stations. For the best in news, sports, business, and tips for your lifestyle, go to Play.it today. Welcome back. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. We're talking about all things anger. So there's this quote by Aristotle. Do you remember him? Yes, from history. <laughs> Here's the quote. Anyone can be angry. That is easy. Mm-hmm. But to be angry with the right person to the right degree at the right time for the right reason and in the right way. This is not easy. Wow. What do you think about that quote, Gigi? That's profound. A lot of depth to that. Anyone can be angry that is easy. I I agree with that. How often we react to things. Totally. And uh, we don't really think about how to respond properly. But to be angry with the right person to the right degree, at the right time, at the right reason, and in the right way, that takes a lot of thinking. Yeah. So we'll be talking about that. Uh, tonight, as well as a little bit about your anger management issues. And if you 
if if everybody <laughs> could see me, I'm I'm smiling. Yes, you have anger management issues. We'll talk about that later. So Thanks. you know, there's this myth mm-hmm. that anger is a bad emotion, when in fact, it's really just a normal human emotion. Yeah, it's it's all about how we express those feelings and the actions or behaviors that we use to express that really define our ability of staying in control mm-hmm. or totally losing control. Yeah. And you know, staying in control is a choice. Hard to feel that way in the moment. Yes. Would you agree? Yeah, I lose it quite fr- I used to use I used to lose it a lot more than I do now. I'm aware because when <laughs> <laughs> when I when you started working with Pear, yes. 2011, I think, mm-hmm. 2010, 2011. Yep. So we came in and did this morale and culture survey yeah. in your firm. Yep. And I could say it now because I would never tell you who said this. Of course. But there there was a big theme about Jekyll and Hyde. Yes. I was hot and cold and uh, a lot of things just irked me. Like what are the- A lot what, of things what, would tick me off. What were the, what were the hot buttons then? Mm. And are they different now? Yeah, I, I, well, I think they may be the same, but I've learned to control ah. my responses. You've been practicing. I've been practicing what you've been preaching. <laughs> and your team is very happy about that. They told me <laughs> to tell you that today. Now now we notice that you scratched the top of your head as a way of maintaining control. Yes, well, you are learning the signs. Some, You know, some of the things, some of my hot buttons, um, I really get peeved when people don't say that they're sorry or people don't accept any par- any responsibility or accountability to a conflict. Yeah, they don't own up to things. They don't own up. Mm-hmm. They don't say they're sorry or they're insensitive. And in the business world, I think one thing that's a big hot button for me is when, as a service provider, you're working with a client, you're, you're doing everything you possibly can for them. Uh, you know, you're just giving everything you have. Sure. And you're treated like sort of a lowly vendor. What was an example of that? Hmm. That guy in the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> we always come back to him. He seems to haunt us. I know. He was... So unappreciative. And he had real anger management issues. He had a total lack of control over his ability to stay in check. Totally. So let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. I know that you have had the opportunity to get out of control when you're angry. Yes. And I'm curious, did you ever lose a friend over that? Yes. Yep. I have uh, made certain assumptions that people said certain things and did certain things, and I was completely wrong. And I had to eat crow, as we say, and go back and confess my sin and say, hey, I'm really sorry Mm -hmm. because I learned the truth. I didn't... I wasn't in the moment. I was completely irrational. My emotions were high. My rationality was out the window. And I made assumptions that were completely incorrect. Mm-hmm. That's what they told me today in the conference room. I just want you to know because I polled the uh, the team. No, I'm just kidding. Sort of. I think there's a little bit of truth in that. There is. <laughs> you know, I got out of control not too long ago with a cousin of mine, and I hung up the phone on her. I was furious. Hanging up the phone... I understand that that's immature. Yeah. I will say this, though. I practiced control 
Mm-hmm. I did. And the way I did it was I gave benefit of the doubt first before mm-hmm. I got really insane and angry. I just sort of wanted to just verify that she really understood the situation before. And when she said, oh, yeah, I totally get it. I totally. I, oh, you but what totally was your hot button in that situation? My hot button was that she was really uh, rude and insensitive and yeah. made something about her that had nothing to do with her. Yep. And and so I lost it. So here's an interesting fact, okay? The way we communicate, generally speaking, mm-hmm. is often learned from when we were much younger, when we were just forming our communication skills. Yes. The fact is most of us tend to communicate in a way that worked in that environment, the one that we grew up in, mm-hmm. But very oftentimes find that it's very problematic in our lives today. Yes. So thinking about your family's communication style mm-hmm. when you were growing up, what was that like? I think it was a free-for-all at the table. Everybody yelling and screaming. You know, remember, there's nine years difference between my sister right. and myself, and my brother was 13 years older. Right. So it was like having a baby in the family and having young adults in the family. Mm-hmm. So they would all talk nicely, and I would scream, rant, and rave, pass this, pass that, I want this, gimme, 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 and I would get yelled at. I would get scolded. So my family, I'm the youngest <laughs> of six. There's a 10-year age difference. Wow. Yes. Uh, stepsisters, stepbrothers, but you know we've all been together literally since 1968, so there's absolutely no difference. And the way we com- learned, to, the way I learned to communicate was to be quiet. I kept everything in mm. because there were five older siblings, and boy, were they always getting in trouble. So for me, my method of communicating—if I was frustrated, if I was angry, if I was hurt—I yep. would withdraw, quiet, not communicate it at. All. And we were just the opposite. We would let it all hang out. Well, your mom said, and I remember bringing yes. this up last week. Yep. It's, wh- not, it's not what you say, but it's how you say it. Truth. And there are some really harmful ways of communicating. Mm-hmm. Do you know what some of them are? Uh, I'm going to guess. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there, there are a bunch that we look at. One is avoidance in the workplace. We look at, that. that would be one area. We look at well, wait, wait, go back, go back yes. to avoidance. Mm-hmm. So that was what I was just explaining. That was my yeah. sort of go-to. Quiet, silent, not absolutely. a word. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's another harmful way of communicating when you're angry? Criticism. Criticizing others. Mm-hmm. Okay? Being overly critical of what people do as far as things that maybe they have done or maybe they haven't done. Right. Mm-hmm. Then there's that old, famous, passive, aggressive behavior. That's the covert way of communicating that you're feeling angry, but in a very indirect, sort Mm -hmm. of underhanded, passive way. Mm -hmm. Then there's the aggressor or aggressive way, very harmful way to communicate feelings. That's like a bull in a china shop. Yeah, I think that was me years ago. I was always, you know, bang it out. You know, I was going to yell it out and get it out of you until you had no energy left. Yep. And, you know, in that form of communicating, harmful form of communicating, in those types of conflicts, there's a winner and a loser. And basically, it's the aggressive person who intends to be the winner. Yes. So with anger in the moment, Mm -hmm. when it just comes on, Mm -hmm. it creates big, big problems that last much longer than that moment, wouldn't you say? Yeah. 
I used to have a lot of regrets for things that I would have said to somebody. How long would it take you to... Fess up? Not so much fess up, but feel bad. Not long. Mm-hmm. Not long. I could see the impact that I would have on someone by them either shutting down or they would just get real quiet real fast, and then I'd be like, what am I doing? Yeah. I, My dad had mm-hmm. a, a similar temper in some ways to you. Yeah. So when he got angry, it was, woof, the house could come down. But he, that anger also dissipated very, very quickly. But let me tell you, when that anger was there, you did not want to be around. And then I don't know if he ever really said I'm sorry about it, but he would recognize also very quickly. But not everybody does, because when you're angry in that moment, I mean, I felt rage yesterday speaking to uh, an airline over the phone. Yeah. It was absolutely insane. They, uh, I can't mention the airline, of course, but you can't cancel the ticket. Every, sure. every, every ticket, no matter what you buy. I bought insurance because I thought I may have to cancel this flight. <laughs> and I bought the insurance because it says you have trip cancellation and then I have to cancel my trip. But that insurance really doesn't you know, apply. Sure. And the airline tells you, well, we have nothing to do with that. That's a separate company. And the insurance company says, well, and then here's this, I don't know, 15, 18 point list of what applies for you to actually what be doesn't. able. Yep. Correct. So I, I was pretty angry. I felt it coming on and I tried not to take it out on the customer service person yes. on the other end of the phone. They don't make the rules. That's another, you know, you can get angry. And unfortunately, we get angry. That was your original quote. Sometimes we get angry and we're taking it out on the wrong person. Right. Well, it wasn't my quote. It was Aristotle's quote. But Good thank point. you. I appreciate Touché. you. Giving, <laughs> I appreciate you thinking that was me. It wasn't. So when we come back, we'll have to take a quick break shortly for uh, traffic. But when we come back, I'd like to share some thoughts on how you actually manage that anger in the moment. Because a lot of people, I think if we could just minimize how many times that that quick burst, that quick rage comes over us, would probably be a lot healthier. Mm-hmm. I would agree. I think we should start with you. We're going to make you practice these tips and then come back and tell us you're looking at me. Will you do that? I'll always be the guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then we'll be back to find out how you can manage anger in the moment. Get the news you need whenever and wherever you need it. Follow WCBS on Twitter and like us on Facebook. You can even listen to WCBS on your phone with live streaming and audio on demand with the CBS local app. Stay connected with your favorite news radio station all day long. When you need to know, WCBS has you covered. Hey, everybody. We are back and you are listening to Gut Wisdom. I'm JG along with my co-host. Deirdre Koppelman. And if you're just tuning in, we've been talking about how to keep your anger in check when you're in the moment of fury. So managing anger in the moment, JG, we've all been there. Mm-hmm. How have you, I have two questions for you. How two. have you handled anger in the moment? Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll be able to give listeners how to you know better do these things, but I'm just curious. I want to get the story out. How have you handled anger in the moment? And how should you have handled that anger in the moment? 
Well, I, the story that comes to mind is uh, we had a client meeting many, many years ago visiting with one of our people inside of the organization. And when other people become irate, yeah. I become irate. And unfortunately, this client was taking out his angst on one of our associates, Tunu. Uh, you know, and Tunu is such a be, mild guy. He is one of the humblest people. Oh. You can ever meet. He would never say such a gentle a negative, soul. He's just a gentle soul. Very much so. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, this fellow started yelling, ranting, and raving. It's your mistake. This was a you, client. This was a client. Start. You screwed up. And I could hear this fellow, this client, yelling from down the hall. And I was in the middle of an important meeting. And even though I had closed my door. The sound was coming through the offices. So it must have been very loud. Tremendous. I opened up the door. I slammed my door open, and I think I I, I opened it so hard and slammed it that I put a hole from the doorknob into the wall, like the door got (laughs) stuck. I stomped down the hallway, and everybody knew I was fuming. My face was red, and I walked in, and I I swung the door open. And his name was David. I'm not going to say his last name. I said, David, what the heck is going on in here? You have to take it down a notch. And he started giving us lip. You guys made a mistake. This is what happened. And I said, I I don't want – this is absolutely not the way – you cannot speak to my people this way. This is inappropriate. Tunu it and, – and I got – I was nervous that I would have put this guy through a wall. I said, you have to leave right now. Wow. Pick up your stuff. pack." And I took everything that was on the desk, and I literally just swooped it all into his bag. I packed the bag up, and I, and I picked him up, literally by, by his collar. And I started pulling him outside of the office. I started dragging him out outside of the office. I said, don't ever come back here. Not invited here ever again. And I won't use the words that <laughs> that I said, but we threw him out, and I was just... Livid, screaming, angry, red, and I probably could have put my hand. I put probably could have put my fist right through the wall. So, would you have ha- would you handle that situation today any differently? Well, I've been, uh, as Kenya would say, I've been bully reformed. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would definitely take a much different tack today. I would be a lot cooler, calmer. In control, right. no doubt. I, I would definitely well, handle that much differently. Staying, you know, keeping in control, or should I say, before that crazy rage comes out, yes, there are warning signs. Yeah, your body actually lets you know. Oh yeah, uh, it's rumble time. Yeah, I, I I could tell when I get angry, I begin to overheat. That's one of the signs. It's a sign. My face turns red, mm-hmm. and people would say it almost turns like a purple color. Mm-hmm. And and you could see it. And I've my seen body, it. my posture changes. I go into an aggressive position. Yeah. My 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 hands clench. You know. The, for and, me, for me, my heart races when I know I'm about to blow. It's pounding. For me, a telltale is when my voice goes up multiple octave. You can tell when I'm getting to that point and of I think my voice it. actually gets lower. Yeah. When I get angry. And so the the thing is is that 
there are war- so how do you stay in control? Let's bring it back a second. Sure. How do you maintain that control? How do you in that moment when you when the anger is just ready to come up like a volcano, you can recognize the signs that that's going to happen before it happens. Recognize if your muscles are tense, if your fists are tight, if your heartbeat is racing, fast breathing, feeling shaky. For you, it's uh, and may, maybe for others, I'm sure as well, that, that feeling of your body getting warm. Because once you know what those signals are, that's the first step to say, okay, I am aware. I know that I'm going to lose my temper. And it's then when you have that opportunity to stop, make a choice, I am not going to lose my temper. I'm going to react differently. I would use the term, rather than react, how to respond. Reactive has this connotation of being agitated. And I'm going to throw in, you watch the debate the other night, and you look at Trump, and don't roll your eyes at me. You look at Trump, Mm -hmm. and, and you look at my Hillary Clinton, Mm-hmm. Right. And you could see. I'm sorry. Were you just pushing your candidate? I didn't say a word. OK. But you watch Hillary was composed. She kept ah, it together. Wait. No matter how many times Trump tried to stick it to her, he tried to agitate She was her. composed. And, but did you see what she did to maintain her composure? What's the sign? OK. So I was, obviously, who wasn't watching the debate, which at first when it opened up to me, it seemed like I was watching Saturday Night Live. Hillary would get a smile on her face. Yes, she had the smirk. It it was a smirk, okay, but that smirk for her, that was a, a way of maintaining composure because when they start going back and forth, and I don't care who the candidate, it could be any election, it yes. could be any debate. Yes. When things start being said that hit you a little bit below the belt, that both people know probably a stretch of the truth, mm-hmm. okay, it is to keep your composure, which, of course, um, I don't think the Donald did a great job. I mean, in the beginning, I thought he was very calm. Um, and I'm not talking about his words. I'm not talking about what he said about policy or not. What I'm saying is how he reacted to yes. uh, the things that Hillary was saying to mm-hmm. him and also the um, facilitator. So. He was calm in the beginning, and then you could see he was raveling out of control. Right. And Hillary, she had her approach. She had her process. She knew how she would deal with his jabs, his digs, you know, when he was going to push. And very, but she's also very experienced. But nonetheless, her way of calming down, and I don't want to make this a political, you know. We, right. She would smile and pause. one of us could get angry. <laughs> I'll never get angry with you. We know okay. who to vote for. Sure. So, so, the, so you could see her way of that maintaining of control to me it seemed like that smirk was right so it's very important to focus on the physical sensations of your anger and it almost sounds counterintuitive but when your body feels angry and you can tune into how you're feeling it often lessens lessens the intensity Mm -hmm. of the anger did you know that i did not know that until right this minute I'd be curious to hear from our listeners. You can tweet us. You can go to Facebook. Uh, that's Gut Wisdom, G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M. Let us know your comments, how you handle anger in the moment. I'm curious. Uh, and if it, and if you've done any of the things that we're talking about. So when you sense that your warning signs are in play, take some deep breaths, slowly count to 10. I like my favorite that you taught me. What? Hit the pause button. Pause button. 
I, I love the pause button. I picture the pause button. We have clients that have had anger management issues. And without getting very fancy, I've had them go on the computer, type in the word pause, mm-hmm. hit Google Images, find, you know, like something that looks like a stop sign, but it says pause on it. Yes. I couldn't tell you whose image it is, but they print that out. They have it in there uh, by their computer. They could put it in their bathroom, wherever it is that they will see it to remind them visually, pause. So I'm glad you use that. Yes. I use that too. That's one of my go-tos. That's sort of a, an easy one. And take a minute also, though, to think about the situation and ask yourself, how important mm-hmm. is this issue in the grand scheme of things? Is this really worth getting angry about? So if you can recognize those warning signs, sure. right? I feel it coming. Yep. Then take a pause and then ask yourself, okay, is, is it this, really worth having this, a meltdown? Is this really worth having a meltdown and getting angry about? Yeah. And so that's what, when you're in the moment, that's that to me, those that's like a little three-step, right? Other things you can ask yourself that's sometimes not as easy to do, but I, I think we should share. Is my level of anger and my reaction to the anger out of proportion? So, for example, does sure. the punishment really fit the crime? Yep. That's a very good one. Or, and often... Yeah. Often than not, it's not. It's not. Yeah. And what about, am I really directing my anger at the right person? Sure. Just as that quote said, or is this just an innocent person who just happened to they're be the in the wrong place? bystander, and they're going to be the receptacle of my anger. Collateral damage. Yep. And then there's my favorite, something that I've been working on for many, many years, is are you taking something too personally? Sure. Because sometimes... That's you know, not easy to ask yourself in that moment. So again, in the moment for me, I think you sit there, you say, I'm aware, I'm feeling the warning signals, I'm now taking a pause, and I'm going to ask myself, is this really important for me? I so think here, for, for me, I'll say what's yeah. been beneficial is standing up, taking a couple of deep breaths, mm-hmm. looking out the window, looking up at the woo-sah. sky. Right, I was just about to say, having a woo moment. I can't even say a woo Nydia woo-sah. says that. I think I learned that from Nydia. So what do you do, right? That's when we're, this is all about so far when we've been angry. Sure. As, you know, the individual. What about when you're dealing with an angry person? What if you're not the one who's angry? You're just walking around, hey, how are you doing? Smiling, it's a great day. And you come across and you have to deal with a really angry person. What do you think you should do? What's one thing you can do? Well, I try, I try to match them to some extent. If they're angry- So you get angry? Not that I oh, get no. angry. That's not a good answer, JG. <laughs> <laughs> I try, Please don't do that. <laughs> I try to calm the person down. How? By showing them that I'm listening, I'm here, I am practicing, quote, my empathy- Oh, and Mr. I have no empathy, no sympathy. What, what's your line again? What do you say? I have no empathy. Have you no make empathy. fun of me, but you're right. But I'm a reformed bully, right? You are. Yes, you I are. I have found the light. You have, Amen. and you have increased your empathy, and that is exactly right, because when you acknowledge, if let's say you're sitting in your office, you're at your desk, you're at the lunchroom, it doesn't matter. You're on your couch, and you're approached by somebody who's fuming. It, they don't even have to be mad at you. They could be angry about either another person sure, or, an, or a or situation, whatever it is, Absolutely. but they need to vent. Yeah. The first thing that you must do is shut up and just listen. First thing I do when you do that, did you ever notice that when you're upset, <laughs> I either turn off my computer screen or whatever I'm working on, I move it off the desk, I close the book, I put my pen down, 
and I sit there and I say to you, tell me, share with me, what's going on? That's true. Why are you upset? That's true. So I could be completely present. You can be present, but the key part of it is after you have been silent and let this person say whatever it is that they have to say, really super important when you're practicing empathy, which is really one way to do that is through practicing active listening, Yes, is by acknowledging, let's take the two of us, hey, JG, you know, I, I can understand why you are so upset. Mm-hmm. You're so upset because that client was screaming at Tuno. Oh, my God. So- just by acknowledging Takes the way a lot I of just the hot did, air out of my the hot anger. air uh, totally. But not only that, it takes the hot air out. So you now, right? Yes. up deep, good. Woosa. And then you're more open to listening to a solution for me to maybe try to help you yes. with the situation mm-hmm. that you're upset about. So definitely employing empathy, which is active listening, definitely a good way to deal with an angry person. To me, uh, that. It's That's the probably the best. I'd also think that, you know, you can ask some questions. You know, why are you angry? Try to get to the root with them. Yeah. You know, and again, paraphrase. Try to try, understand. Try, seek to understand. Exactly. Right? If I heard you correctly, um, you feel this way because. Or, I don't know, any anything that, that is truthful and, and a point here. You must be authentic. You cannot pretend that you authentically care about what the person is saying because you know we may have to say this every show we as humans are not idiots so we know when somebody really cares <laughs> when they're really listening and and when they're not action you know about that one oh we're going to we're going to probably have to go into a break soon but tell me tell me something else you can do jg a couple of things you have a little bit of time when you're dealing with somebody else's anger well, I think one, always try to maintain cool. Cool, yeah. calm, collected. Mm-hmm. Don't take it personally. It's it's not typically at you that they're angry. Mm-hmm. Listen to the person who's angry. Try to understand them and try to think of solutions together. I love that. Solutions together. So we're going to talk about... Um, a little bit of the last draw events, things that, you know, when we release our anger, what happens physically right after this break. WCBS. Delays of two hours plus. With drive time traffic every five minutes, live from Chopper 880. We're just getting the first look here. Plus all the latest news. Several buildings have been evacuated. WCBS News Radio 880. Welcome back. You're listening to Gut Wisdom. I'm Deirdre Koppelman, here with your co-host, JG. And if you're just tuning in, we're talking about anger management and conflict resolution. So why is this topic so important? Obvious reasons, JG. You can take it from there. Why, why are we talking about anger and anger management? The impact of anger trickles down in so many different areas of our life, from our physical health to our mental health to our relationships that we have with others, to our financial health, it, it, it ripples through everything we do. And our careers. Mm-hmm. I mean, angry angry workplaces are Not scary. Not a fun place, yeah. No, they're scary. So we talked about before the break a couple of things that you can do to keep uh, yourself in control when, yeah. you, when you recognize the warning signs. Yeah, and I think of things like positive self-talk is one of those that I like to consider. So did you use, what is positive self-talk? 
Use well, the traffic I, I, example. I, I, I was just about to say, you know, <laughs> I keep going back to this traffic issue because I really should have gotten up early. And I, I left the house late. Mm-hmm. And uh, I knew I had to make this meeting, and I was so out of control. I couldn't control that traffic pattern. And I was stuck. And I was just constantly on top of myself for leaving late. And I could have simply said something like, JG, no big deal. Right. Calm down. You can handle this. Don't worry. You'll be a couple of minutes late. You'll be fine. Just call the office. Tell them you're running. There's so many things I could have done. Differently. Absolutely. Right. Well, the negative right. the negative self-talk when you're angry, not only does it add to your anger, but it also makes it much more difficult to manage your anger. So mm-hmm. getting back into controlling it, what, yes. how do you control it? So we know the relax, take a walk, deep breath. You also want to think before you speak. You're less likely to say something that you might regret later. Yes. And how many times have I slipped and said things that... You know, what What was it? What's that thought? Oh, it's okay to have a thought. And not you, express it. And that you don't express. It's okay to have a thought that you don't express. You, and I would have a lot of those thoughts, but I would express them. And boy, Not anymore, you I don't. Would, that's true. Reform bully, as Kenya would say. But, I, you know, I, I've come back to sanity, and I said, you know, once it comes out of your mouth, it's so hard to retract it. The only thing you could do is say sorry. I have seen you. I have hmm. seen you. I have heard you. Yeah. Many times about to. All of our listeners are going to think I'm such a mean well, bully no, boss. Well, you're, no, you're a reformed bully <laughs> boss. But it's the truth. I have I have witnessed you many times stop and like literally and I'd say, well, finish your sentence. Yeah, and I'll just scratch my head. Right. That's what Nydia said today. I said, what, is, what does he do again when he's really angry? She goes, you know, he puts his hand on the top of his head. I said, but you know what? That's your way of maintaining control and not bursting out. You know, it's great. Another thing to do is use I statements. The letter I, not like eyeball. The letter mm. I. So, for example, I don't know. A lot of people, it's pretty, if you think about it this way. When you're angry, it's it's important to express that anger, right? It's not good. You do not want to keep it in. That doesn't work. Yeah, That's not healthy. Like you, you did this, you did that. So take this for example. Mm-hmm. Using an I statement instead of a you statement. Mm-hmm. I, well, this wouldn't be me talking to you. Let's say this is Stephanie talking to you. Mm-hmm. I feel angry when you're late getting home for dinner. Next time, I would really like to know if you are going to be late, so please try to call me. In- sure. Instead of you're always late. You're never on time. You never call. So you don't want to use the you because the minute you start saying you this, you that, you this, then what happens? Then you're putting that other person on on the the defensive. Absolutely. Were you going to say that? You stole it right from my lips. Sure. Whatever you say. So (laughs) conflict, ever have any, so conflict's a part of life. Yep. Have you ever heard anybody say that conflict can actually be positive? Yes. Who? You. Yes, because it depends on how you choose to deal with conflict. Yep. There are positive ways to deal with conflict. Mm-hmm. There's the mutual ownership of the conflict. We have a problem. Yeah, it makes it much easier then to deal with. You have a problem. Exactly. Right? Or there's a brief, ex- you know, description of the conflict. You know, here's an example of what I mean, being able to explain yes. where you're coming from. What else is there? Do you know? Yeah, present and future oriented. Perhaps the next time we do this, that, or the other rather than this. This. Or, 
an issue is agreed upon. You ever heard, you know, we can agree to disagree, or it sounds like you and I agree on the problem. Absolutely. You know, there conflict. When you bring consensus mm-hmm. yes. to a conflict, it tends to bring a win-win solution out of it. I try to practice that every day. Yes. And there are times that it doesn't work. And that's because not everybody knows these techniques. Not everybody's <laughs> open to listening. No, that is true. Some people just want to stay angry and upset. <sighs> or make it worse. Yes. But then I'll, I'll take that back to the drama triangle. Mm-hmm. There are victims, there are bullies, and there are heroes. And the example you would say is, well, how do we get out of this? Help me understand how can we get from this point to that point. Exactly. So positive steps to resolve conflict. Mm-hmm. Listen, observe, and don't interrupt. Yeah, acknowledge. Let me see if I understand you correctly. And then affirm. I can see how you could feel that way. Or maybe brainstorm. Let's think of all the possible options and solutions we can come up with. Absolutely. Or positively present a situation. And, you know, I'd appreciate it if the next time we would or we could do it this way. Or as you just said, agree. You know, sounds like we have agreed to try to mutually move this forward. Or we've agreed to disagree. Mm-hmm. You and I have had that many constantly. times. Well, I wouldn't say constantly. Every day. But we can agree to disagree. We agree to disagree. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and acknowledge. Let me make sure I understand what we've agreed to. Yes. That's also important because sometimes two people walk away. Each person thinks they know that they're, they think that they're on the same page with the and other person. Not. And they're not. So it's super important to just verify, okay, so here's what we agreed to, just so we're both on the, the same, same page. page. Right. You're constantly stealing the words out of my mouth today. Uh, well. It's all good. I'll give them back, but, <laughs> you know, some other time. So working with difficult people. We all work with difficult people. Yeah, I have naysayers. What do you have about them? Oh. <sighs> Naysayers are the types that, you know, just don't have anything good to say about other people. So how or do you... other people's ideas. Right. So with a naysayer, what do you say to them? I think the best thing you do is ask them, Hey, what other ideas do you have? <laughs> That's good. I like that. What about oh I can I was see. gonna say, how about a sarcastic type? Sarcastic types are tough. You know, they use weapons. Uh their do you words know any? as weapons. I do. You have I have an do. example? No, I don't. Okay. I know who's listening. I'm not going to bring up anybody that I know who's sarcastic. Well, they can destroy the harmony, so uh They can. And you know, there's no there's no there's no good reason to be sarcastic because quite frankly, it's not funny. Right, but you also don't want to let them get away with it. Totally true. Zero tolerance for that. What about the know-it-alls? We have experts. Oh, yeah. Everybody, you know, they don't have patience for anybody else's input. Well, you know, don't be intimidated. Don't let people take over. Listen. Mm-hmm. Try to learn something, but always use your voice. Yeah. And how about the aggressive ones? Uh, you tell me about those aggressive ones. Yeah, they always You wanna, seem to know them pretty well. They want to assert or they want to force their opinion down your throat sometimes. Right. So it's aggressive is not the same as assertive. What we aim to be and mm-hmm. should aim to be is assertive. When you're angry, when you're frustrated, when you're hurt, being assertive is where you want to be. Being aggressive is totally different. Being aggressive is the the I'm in control, I'm okay, you're not. And they, it's very intimidating. 
right? That's an aggressive person. They want to control. They want to They control. want to hurt right. others. Right. So um, assertiveness is just more about being respectful and being able to express your opinion and take in other people's opinions. Yep. Big difference. I see the big difference. Very. And then what do you know about passive? Because, you know, a lot of people can be passive. Not you, of course. I was just about to say, you're referring to me. I don't consider myself afraid to speak up or, uh, you know, avoid looking at you. I have no problem looking at you in your face and telling you what I think. So I'm by far not Well, boy, uh, do we know that. I'm not passive whatsoever. And I'll tell you when uh, I agree to disagree wholeheartedly with you. I'm curious. In your family, when you get angry... Mm Mm-hmm. Is anybody, how do people react? I think everybody wants to run for the hills. <laughs> the hills Dad, are alive. with the sounds of music, but it's not music. <laughs> I think in the old days, um, you know, my, my family would get a little scared, you know. They'd be a little nervous and uh, they, you know, all want to disperse. Scatter. Scatter all around the house, you know. go to, Retreat to your rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I understand that. I and understand. that's why you are a reformed bully. Bully. Thanks. I'm glad. I'm glad. That's why I came into your life. That's one of the reasons. I, I, I believe so. So if we had some top wisdom, some top 10, I like to call it top 10. I'm sure you'll add an extra one because you just have to have the last word. What are some? What are the top 10 wisdoms on anger, anger management, conflict, things we've been talking about tonight that we want our listeners to benefit from? For me, what's helped me most of all is just being aware when I am in the in that zone mm-hmm. where I'm going to lose control. So recognize when you're angry. Yes. I think the other thing that I've learned, and th- this I attribute to you, Deirdre, is asking myself how important this will be in the future. Mm-hmm. One year, six months from now, or even next week. Yep. I'd like to add as a wisdom to remember as a takeaway, use I statements instead of you statements. And also appreciate the fact that people are different and that different perspectives don't mean that one person is right and that the other person is wrong. Yeah. I li- my, my favorite always for most things that I deal with is the pause button. You know, hit that pause button on my desk, mm-hmm. count to one, two, three, mm-hmm. boom. Do you want to be assertive, passive, or aggressive? I'd like to be assertive. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Another wisdom would be make a choice to speak calmly. If you give yourself permission to blow up, guess what? You will. Yeah. What else? What's another wisdom? I think you have to take a playful attitude towards developing self-control, especially in high-conflict situations. The more you can flex self-control, that muscle gets bigger and bigger and bigger, just like any other muscle you have. Absolutely. Learn to listen. Mm-hmm. Respond in a way that you want someone to listen and respond to you. And I think, oh, go ahead. I, I was going to say respond, don't react. Correct. I like that. I like that. JG, you're on it. Tweet that. <laughs> Tweet this. <laughs> Never share negative emotions on the phone or in emails. Oy. Because what can feel like a bomb on paper can actually feel like a feather if you communicated it effectively in person. So those are the wisdoms, and they'll be on our site Gut Wisdom, G-U-T-W-I-Z. D-O-M. Good. That's a that's a team. I had I think I spaced out for there for a minute. So, JG, we have a little bit of time left. I want you to um, talk about the things you like to talk about in the close. 
Well, first of all, you've been listening to Gut Wisdom on WCVS News Radio 880. We're here every Saturday night from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. We're super interested in your feedback, so we'd love to hear from you. Please go to our website, gutwisdom.com, and that's wisdom with a Z. And please share your feedback, or better yet, give us a topic that you'd love to hear about, because maybe we'll get you on the show as a guest for a follow-up. Follow us on Twitter at gutwisdom, and like us on Facebook, too. We appreciate all of your feedback and input. We'd also like to take this time to thank you for listening to JG and I talking about anger, anger management, and conflict tonight. We give a big thank you to our executive producer, producer, that sounds very New York, producer, Kenya Gibson, production guru, Melissa Raff, engineer pro, Tom Fenn, head honchos, Greg Janoff, along with director of news and programming here at CBS News Radio 880, Tim Schell. If you have any questions or comments, you can actually call me. 646-580-0250. I accept no offers for dates and no free coaching. But seriously, if you have any questions about what we talked about tonight, to our friends, families, and teams at GFG, Paircore Solutions, My Success Platform, and Gut Wisdom, thanks for helping be assertive, state your thoughts clearly, and for always having an open mind to growing, both personally and professionally. All of our Gut Wisdom shows are also available to stream on demand. Just check out our site and start listening. Have a great week. And if you've ever sat in the hiring seat or if you've ever been fired or looked for a job, and I think this pretty much covers the entire population, (laughs) (laughs) tune in for You're Hired, You're Fired. That's coming your way next Saturday night on Gut Wisdom, radio that resonates on WCBS News Radio 880.